0: hello my friends welcome to tina for real i am really excited that you are here this is episode one well i guess it's episode two if you include the intro episode but either way i'm really happy that you are here as i mentioned my name is tina muir i am a host of the running for real podcast which many of you may have heard of i'm a 236 marathoner and i'm a new mum to my bailey daughter Bailey daughter daughter Bailey I should say there you go this is Tina for real for sure (laughs) my daughter named Bailey and I kind of became known for um, my story kind of admitting that I was struggling with amenorrhea as an elite runner had been for nine years and I overcame it and obviously now I have a daughter within a year so that's kind of where I'm known from Um, The last episode was the intro episode, and today I wanted to give you something, you know, helpful, hopefully useful for you to use, or at least try and think about. Um, It's something that many of you, if you are, listeners of mine or know of me, you know I will already be a big fan of this, but I thought it only seemed right to make it the original um, mental Monday tip. Now, that is kind of the uh, thing I'm going to go with right now. I'm going to talk about kind of mental side of running or just things that we might do to sabotage ourselves, make ourselves feel bad on Mondays. So that's what I'm going to do. Now, today I thought I would talk about the freedom of not looking at a watch. Now, for you guys who know me know that I call this No Watch Me or hashtag No Watch Me and um When I say no watch me, I'm not saying that you shouldn't run without a watch or without a Garmin because I am just as guilty as anyone else of, you know, wanting to have my stats, wanting to upload to Strava, wanting to look at the data, see how I'm improving, and, you know, just kind of keep track of it. We are these type A, I need to know what I'm doing kind of people, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm talking about is not looking at it during. Now, obviously, you have to click it to start it, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you have to click it to stop or if you get to you know across like a traffic light or anything like that Although I think Strava does have an auto pause But I don't actually personally use that but what I'm talking about is not looking at the paces so a lot of people tend to have the um, Average pace of the run or even worse the current pace on their display of their watch and the Garmin of your Sonuto of your whatever your um, watch may be um, and they kind of look at this often. Now the problem with this is that it tends to make you focus on the numbers focus on keeping a certain pace rather than letting your body tell you what it should be doing what it feels like it should be doing. Now if you think about it this way how many times have you been in the situation where maybe you were set a certain pace Um, within a five second window or something like that and firstly on that note how does your body know what a five second window feels like I mean there are so many variables that go into how you feel on a certain day I mean we know this you might have had a bad sleep last night you might be thinking about something at work you might have um you know, some some family issues going on, one of your kids may be, you know, struggling with something and you kind of are thinking about it. There's so many things that could be going on and even just, you know, you're having a bad day, your body isn't feeling quite right, and there's nothing wrong with that. We know that happens. But if you're given a pace and, you know, let's say you're a few seconds off, you start to panic and it just starts to mess with your head. And we all know, that's this being mental Monday, that once we, you know, start to Think these negative things, it tends to spiral out of control very quickly, and that can just be so damaging for our confidence. It can make us feel like we aren't good enough. It can allow those negative thoughts saying, You know, I'm gonna quit, I want to quit, I can't do this, this is too hard, why do I bother? All those kind of thoughts are going to come through if you start allowing paces to tell you whether you're good enough, to tell you if you are worthy. Now um, many of you would have been in a situation. I've talked about this many times, where you are in that pace, and let's say um, you know it's the early part of your workout or your race, and you look down and you see a pace that is way too fast, and you then you know start to panic. You start to think, "Oh no, oh no! It's only a matter of time until I blow up. I'm going to blow up," and then you spend the rest of the race kind of waiting for, I guess, um, the the pain to come get you, and you just end up spiraling out of control as soon as you feel even slightly bad even if it was just a rough patch that was going to last you know 30 seconds you start thinking this is it I'm blowing up I'm going to die I can't do this (laughs) all those negative thoughts and they just kind of stay in your brain and um, they sabotage our race when in fact you might have actually been ready to hold that pace um, but your mind wasn't you know you didn't know how good of a shape you were in and so you end up running a lot slower because as soon as you start feeling even a little bad you let it kind of get to you and destroy your confidence or the other side of the fence is where you know we might be um, starting off and we don't feel great you know we just feel a bit sluggish feel a bit tired and sometimes that happens doesn't it sometimes it takes a bit of time to work into a run but you think, you know, I need to be on this pace, I'm supposed to be running this pace, and so you force it, you push through it, and you make your body run that pace. Now you've kind of tensed up, you've made your body run a pace it wasn't ready for, and you're going to get to the point where, um, you know, had you listened to your body, maybe it needed just to back off for maybe a minute or two, and then you would have felt great, and then you could have rolled by all those people that can't you kind of let get away from you because you actually listened to what your body wanted. Maybe it just wanted a bit of a longer warm up today. And, um, you know, now it's going to really pick it up and feel good. But you didn't do that. And now you forced your body into a place. And also mentally, you've kind of used your gear, I guess you've kind of forced yourself into a pace you weren't ready for, which means you have essentially taken out your mental kick out of yourself that you were going to use later. And that'll mean that, um, you know, you're just not feeling as great as you should be mentally more than physically. And so both of those situations mean that we kind of freak out mentally, we kind of lose it and lose all our confidence in what we're doing and wonder why we're even doing this. But had you just been listening to what your body was telling you, you know, this feels good, this feels right, I'm just going to kind of continue here. One thing I like to do is kind of say to myself, okay, does this feel about right for mile four? If let's say I'm in a I don't know, like a ten K race. Does this feel about right? Can I handle this for about two more miles? Uh yeah, I think I can. Then I'm doing well. And I know the, the fear is, you know, what if I go out too fast? That's always the fear that people have. And I'm not saying, you know, never to look. Um if it if you're really worried about this, I do recommend that you check your watch maybe at the um you know the one mile mark if you are in a race 10k or shorter you maybe check your watch a few times if you're in a race like a marathon maybe one mile four mile and seven miles i like to pick random numbers rather than distances we recognize because it stops that comparison trap and as long as you are within a range of where you should be you know maybe within a minute or two of where you should be that's all you need to worry about now practice this within your easy days I would love to hear what you think Um, how freeing it is, how, you know, you just enjoy the run more because you can look around rather than looking down at your watch. That's one of the wonderful things about running is that we get to be out in nature and enjoying ourselves. And if you are looking down at your watch all the time, you're not really doing that because you're looking down and then you're spending the rest of the time between those looking down periods, thinking about what what pace you're running, what you should be doing, rather than actually just looking around and enjoying. So I challenge you to have a go um, just run without looking at your watch, start it, Look down. Uh, turn it off the screen so all you can see is distance and pace. Those are the only two markers I want you to see on your screen. And then just tell me what you think. And yes, in many cases it may mean that you run a lot slower on your easy days in particular than you are used to running, But that's probably what your body needs right now. And that probably means you are going to run a lot faster on those workouts. And especially in those races, because you are kind of rationing out your energy the way it should be, which is very easy on easy days, and harder on hard days. But if you kind of always are pushing yourself in a way where your body is not ready for it, you end up in kind of a grey zone, in like a middle zone where you're kind of every day doing slightly faster and slightly slower rather than um, much faster and much slower. So give it a try. Let me know what you think. And just I guarantee you it will be very freeing on your mind and you will just enjoy so much enjoy your running so much more. I hope this was helpful. I will be back tomorrow to give you an update on being a mother runner or an update on my daughter Bailey. So I hope you enjoyed this first episode. Thank you so much for listening to for Tina listening to Tina for real.